A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Okay, you guys, welcome back to Swiftish Podcast. This is another episode in a row. Yeah. I'm proud of us. No one's I dying. Yeah. We're alive. We're I, we're I think we're both busy with work and life mm. and whatever's throwing us, whatever yeah. life's throwing us, but we're so glad to be back and we've lost count, honestly, what number episode we're uh, on. I know. So. It's too many. I mean, yeah. I... We've had some issues because our um, podcast host migrated, and so we lost. Well, we didn't lose them, but they're slowly returning our backlog. And I realized that we have episodes from like 2017. Know, We've been doing are, this so long, and people are listening to our episodes from 2017. We got an a DM from someone on Instagram who just started our podcast. Yeah, uh, she was listening from. Like, she started listening, I guess, like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. and has been like binging all the way up to episode 23 and was like where's this yeah. episode I need it I need it and I was I like know. I don't know where it is I'm sorry <laughs> yeah uh, rest assured they're all they're all coming they have them they just are trying to I don't know, uh, don't know. whatever however Technical. it works but it's, it's there it'll be back up and you can relive reputation which feels a lifetime ago and it now is. Now we get to revisit Red all over oh. again. <laughs> oh, so yesterday I was like, I've been working so like we're in the middle of like a really busy season at work, lots of interviews, lots of just stuff going on. But I checked my Instagram like the moment Taylor Swift posted, not on purpose, not because I got a notification, which I did. I was just like <laughs> checking things and I was like, oh my gosh. And I saw Taylor's post and it was her vault and all of these like I thought anagrams were being like thrown mm-hmm. at us and I saw them and I was like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> Don't have the energy. So, yeah, because we know someone else will do it. Someone else yeah. will do it. And they did. People were I honestly, I didn't get any notification and I was no. like. I saw something pop up on our Patreon Discord, and I was like, "What's happening?" And like, did mean? we read into some weird date again or something? But then I looked, and I was like, "Oh, Taylor posted!" And I felt so I was like an hour behind the news. Right? It's just like it's it's hard because like the younger you are, at least the younger I was, even I'm what thirty four. Even when I was like thirty years old, I think I was just so in a different place in my career <laughs> that like. It was like whatever job I was having, it was okay. I was like checking yeah. my Instagram. Like things were just like a lot less serious in my life. Yeah. And now I'm just like it I mean, if I check Instagram, Taylor's Instagram like once a day or even check my own Instagram <laughs> once a day, it's a like that's a miracle. A miracle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so like and so I you know, so blessed to have the people of energy. Oh, it's great it it takes the pressure off for sure because even when I looked at it I'm like oh fun Mm -hmm. a word search like this is Mm -hmm. fun Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like the rush to solve it because I was like people will figure it out so I was just like casually looking I found a few words I felt good about myself and then it was like no here's all 80 words that are there and this is the likelihood of these names and I was like oh (laughs) okay And it's great. Like, I love Taylor's mind because, like, you said an Easter egg. It's very, like, here you are in front of your face. And she tied it to the line in red about yes. how, you know, it's um, it's like it's a- solving a crossword puzzle and there's no right answer. But there were right answers. But I yeah. like how she did that. Like, it was really – it was it was refreshing because it wasn't exactly like it was with the last fearless drop. Yeah. It was different and it was a little like exciting because people were confused and people were excited. And they're like, yeah. crossword bitch. No, it was pretty clever. I liked that she did that. I it's funny to see people outside of Swifty Dumb like mm-hmm. on my personal Twitter react to what she posts. They're like, "What on earth is happening here? Like, what is this?" <laughs> and it's funny to think like, "Oh yeah, this makes absolutely no sense," and it seems kind of like twee and and kind of forced if you're Mm -hmm. outside that bubble but when you're in it everyone's just excited there's a game to do it it feeds you know Mm -hmm. the masses it's the it's the fishes for us poor people gathered at taylor's feet and um i (laughs) think it's like a nice a nice thing for her to do and it doesn't feel like the same as maybe digging through a music video being like what does this mean because there's an end Mm -hmm. result right like it's Mm -hmm. like Oh, this is a logical puzzle. We're just 
solving a word scramble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like she's like boosted Easter eggs to like a whole new level. Yeah. It's like, okay, right in front yeah. of your face, Shelby. <laughs> right there. Here's what it is. I was so she tweeted and like posted the video first of all the letters and the like red vault. But mm-hmm. then about an hour later she tweeted, Your next clue will be where you first hear red or something. Do you think that was just her delayed response to being like, oh, there's a line in red that says this is a crossword? Or do you think she was saying something else? Because I was confused okay, about that so one. That's a good point. Um, I was a little bit confused too. And a lot of people didn't see that she tweeted that. A lot oh, of I people know. like it, it was like shared on a lot of different Taylor Swift Facebook groups I'm in. And people are like, oh, is this, is this fake? Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. And so for some reason, people hadn't seen it. But you know, fact checked. It's good. It's there. Someone in my Swift Arenas group, she posted. She said, um, "Let me see." She said that I'm. Da, da, da. I have to read my eyesight. Okay. She said that. So the thing is, like the place where you first heard red, and she said in the song "Red" at the point five four time marker, that's when you first hear her say "red." And okay. then five plus four is nine, and nine days from yesterday is August thirteenth. And so, and so she was like, okay. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And so she was like, "Okay, that's when we're gonna get like a single." And then that kind of ties into a lot of people were like liking that because it ties into how everyone was jumping on the bandwagon that something's gonna be released right. on August thirteenth. They okay. thought it was going to be like the vault tracks with the single. So like maybe right. August thirteenth we'll get something. And I think. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong because I was totally wrong with there being 22 songs on Red. There was only 20 songs on Red with the <laughs> bonus tracks. But I think wasn't Red released on like the, a song from Red when the singles released on August 13th back in 2012? Yes, I think We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together was released on August 13th. The so lead that single. could like – yeah, so maybe that's going to be something for next. Actually, yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense if she released the lead single for the original Red on August 13th. How could she pass up the chance to release the lead single on Taylor's version on August 13th? And, you know, there people realize there's a bunch of verified, like, Twitter hashtags available now for, like, Red mm-hmm. Taylor's version and, like, Taylor's version coming now and stuff like that. And there's, like, a bunch for all too well 10-minute versions. So maybe oh – that will be the lead single. Are you ready for that? The ten, the ten. I'm really curious about it. I, it's like I'm excited. Obviously, first of all, because like, thank you for granting that to us after so many years. Do mm-hmm. I think it will be better than the original? Like nine times out of ten, I think the director's cuts of films are worse than the theatrical cuts because it's like you mm-hmm. cut it for a reason. Like yeah. you really trimmed the fat. It's so strong as it is. Mm-hmm. But like, for instance, Lord of the Rings, I love the extended versions more than the theatrical. So maybe there's it'll ex- be that way. Hold on. There's an extended version of Lord of the Rings because oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings itself <laughs> is extended. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's such yeah. a long movie. Um, <laughs> well, I love it. I, get, I can't get enough content. So I can see all too well being a similar scratch you know an itch to scratch where I'm like yes feed me more like give me all the details what else did you do on this Thanksgiving weekend with Jake Gyllenhaal's family Mm. oh but it's also like wow like what are we gonna add bless Jake oh my gosh he does (laughs) not know what's coming at all now my question is is we're like is are we going to get the original 10 minute version right or is Taylor re-recording the 10 minute version yeah. I mean, that's sort of the myth. Like, that's the question, right? Is there actually a yeah. literal 10-minute version that she just scrapped because it was too long? Or did that just become a part of the mythos around Swifties that she's like, fine, I'll write an extended version now? I feel like it's a it's a mix of both. Like, I can see her having written too long of a song and then yeah. kind of cutting it down with Liz Rose. But I also think she went in there and finessed it a little better this time around. Now, if she did, like you had mentioned just like a couple seconds ago, if she like added to it because we were like giving so much like fire behind it, I think it's going to be different. I mean, I hope that yeah. it's like her her original stuff. I hope it's what mm. she wrote when she was in the moment and that yeah. she didn't add in like her own lyrics like 10 years. What is it? 10 years later? Almost 10 years later. Wow. Yeah. Right, 20, she was like 21 and she's 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So all my teenagers, like, <laughs> yeah, cause it it's different because it, you're, you're writing from a different perspective. Like she's, yeah. you know, older in her thirties, looking back at like 21 year old her yeah. in a relationship with a guy who's 10 years older than she is. So well, I don't some know. Some of I'm the interested. lover journals have lyrics, right? Yes. Didn't she like yeah, release part of them? Mm-hmm. People were like, so maybe she like took them from her journal. I don't know. Because I don't remember I, I reading the lyrics. I don't remember if I was wowed by the journal lyrics. Yeah. Because she put that as open. part of the – that was part of the lover mm-hmm. stick, right? And she's like, oh, yeah. here's the original lyrics for All Too Well. And the other thing is All Too Well is only five and a half – I mean only. All Too Well is five and a half <laughs> minutes long. But mm-hmm. to make it a 10-minute version, that's a whole additional song on top of it. Like that's yeah. a three-minute, you know, three-and-a-half-minute situation going down. So – like how like what is it gonna be (laughs) is it gonna be more of the like happy times is it gonna be more of the he broke my heart and tried to get back with me times like is I don't know I'm curious Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really curious to hear it I'm I'll be sort of surprised if she releases that as a single though because it's like what is a radio supposed to do with a 10 minute song yeah I don't think it'll be a single I don't think it will be but It's funny because Mr. Perfectly Fine, she clearly gave um, uh, Joe Jonas a heads up. Mm-hmm. I-, I imagine. It felt like there was some understanding there. But do you think she's giving the same token to Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> isn't isn't this the heads up? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, this is coming. She's like, ha, ha, ha. All 10 minutes. Like, he, Here's like, he's the scarf known. emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as, as soon as he knew she was re-recording all of her, like – old albums that was the heads up yeah here you go and when you think of like so nothing new first nights um any of these songs really that we haven't heard before are they about jake are they about harry because there's that kind of like flip-flopped into you know going into 1989 so i'm like excited to see trying to like scoop through it because we have like you know, like today we're going into a song that Taylor has like written from fiction, mm-hmm. but her old albums came like were from her personal Very life. So much, I am, yeah. this is going to be like a blast from the past and that's like decoding stuff and like coming up with like theories on all these songs. I know. Um, I know. I feel like that's what was most um, exciting about puzzling this out is because with fearless Mm -hmm. I felt like there were a lot of leaked songs like that people have heard before because it was sort of from her early era she wasn't as tight-lipped about her projects she had no need to be she wasn't at the level of fame so she'd been performing Mm -hmm. them or recording them or however you get these demo tracks whereas I think the only insight we have into red songs that I've that I've seen so far is the nothing new was yep. mentioned in the lover journals as well. And so mm-hmm. we got a snippet of the lyrics she wrote for that from an entry she wrote in October 2012 where she said, "Oh, I've written this song called Nothing New. It's about being scared of aging." <laughs> So mm. funny to think about her being scared. Oh, gosh. A like line's like literally the, the line she shares is how can a person know everything at 18 and nothing at 22? Which hashtag mm-hmm. relatable. You know, you think yeah. you figured it out and then suddenly you're like, whoa, what is life? Yeah. yeah. But so it's it's interesting to think of no one really has any idea what these songs are, what they're about, what they sound like. Are they pop? Are they country? Because Red was such a a mixture. It was just like mm-hmm. a a, a mixed bag of like whatever you're gonna get so yeah I'm are they produced it. by max martin and shellback are they just like home songs that she w- whipped back together with aaron Dessner? like who knows yeah. and you kind of see even with us thinking of all of her bonus songs because you have better man babe that like that's country and then you yeah. have you know the chris stapleton one is gonna definitely be one person yeah. country i don't really listen to his stuff but then ed phoebe bridgers even mm-hmm. all too well that's not like too country so this like it, this is definitely like a snapshot of what we got in yeah. the actual album. So I'm excited for that to see like where she's going. Do you think how Phoebe she... Bridgers is going to get a verse? <laughs> oh, right now I'm going to say no because <laughs> of what the female, like how much she's used females in her music. But yeah. I mean – Maybe, maybe she's go- she's going al- along with her. I don't know. I'm trying to give her an excuse. Me- no, I don't. Know. <laughs> maybe like, oh, she heard her. the criticism and she's like, "Fine, you know what, Phoebe, uh-huh. take a verse." Isn't Phoebe like a big feminist too? 
Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so like it would only make sense if like if she's doing the song with like this big feminist that she gets her own lyric. I'm praying. I know anything can happen. It'd be, it'd be pretty funny. I think if it doesn't happen on this one, then she'll learn her lesson because people are already talking about like, oh, mm-hmm. is Phoebe just going to be humming in the background, Taylor, or are you going to put her to work? So mm-hmm. if she didn't get the message soon enough after Fearless, I think this one will be the one where she's like, you know what? I do recognize this pattern and maybe I can switch it up now. Switch pretty it funny. up. <laughs> I know. I know. It'd be pretty funny if Ed Sheeran gets two two songs, two verses, whatever. And then she also has the Gary Lightbody still. And she has Chris Stapleton coming in here. And then suddenly it's like, wait, where's Phoebe? Uh, I don't where is she (laughs) I know it's like listening to Dixie Chicks you're kind of like I don't know where the Dixie Chicks are you're like what like I thought we're gonna get a Dixie Chicks song we're just getting Taylor Swift yeah Yeah. or Haim I feel like the thing about that makes me hopeful that she does get a verse is that this song doesn't sound like it's necessarily romantic it sounds Mm -hmm. almost like never grow up esque or something like the best day where it's her reflecting on life at large rather than a romantic mm-hmm. partner. So that makes it more feasible that she'd naturally be like, Oh yeah. What do you have to say about this subject, Phoebe? Like let's work on it together. So, yeah. so maybe yeah. she'll get a verse. <laughs> do we know, speaking of verses, do we know what she was singing in the video that she posted on Instagram. Oh, like the Revine, Revine yeah. stuff? No, I could not okay. suss it out. I don't. I couldn't tell either. And someone was like, I don't know what it is. And I just <laughs> didn't have the energy yesterday to really <laughs> Google it. So we'll find My out. My money is on All Too Well being released. I think well that's the splashiest one from the mm-hmm. album, the longest lasting one. I think it'll show like it'll be good for longtime fans it'll be good for people mm-hmm. who are more into her now um so i feel like that's what i'm predicting but i've been so wrong in the past that she might just bring out we are never getting back together for nostalgia's sake yeah <laughs> but yeah. i don't think so i don't know what's going to happen i don't know we are we're always i'm i'm always making these guesses and they're always wrong <laughs> yeah. so i'm just kind of like let i'm just going to say i'm going to like be in the back and let people run their mouths and i'll be like okay i mean we did get a little snippet of i don't remember what songs now oh we um read oh oh my goodness yes it was on what oh we did get to was it we are never getting back together probably it could have been red oh my gosh my (laughs) senior swifty brain it must be red i mean it had to have been anyways we got a little a little sneak peek a teeny tiny taste yeah, and uh, yeah. I never know how to judge those. I think people have opinions about them more quickly than I do. I'm frankly just glad that she's like doing this. Like I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel as as like like at the beginning before we got any of them. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to sound so different with her vocals now. And I don't think I feel that way in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's almost exactly the same, which is the intent. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm less like moved to be like, oh, I can't wait to hear this one more that I'm excited about like the experience at large and that she's doing this and making this choice for herself and her career and her story. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just excited that it's happening. And I'm glad that she's saying something now in August, because I think that means that she will be releasing more before November. You know what I mean? That'll be great because it'll give us something to like live for. (laughs) And it's going to give her something to do too, because that's like, she's, she accomplishes so much. And like, and in one day than I do in my whole <laughs> lifetime at all. And so – and I'm sure she's loving it. It's giving her something to yeah. do. But it's taking the pressure off of like doing another album because everyone's put that pressure on her to do yeah. another album. So it's kind of like she's going to take this downtime and she can do what she wants. She can re-record her music. And then during that time, she can also like prep for a new era if she wants mm-hmm. to. But I know. It's, it's interesting to think of the like – future of taylor because she does have four more albums she's doing them kind of slower than some people mm-hmm. expected i mean two albums recorded yeah. two albums in one year i mean that's that's a lot three if you're gonna count in the time period because we got evermore in like what last december yeah. so in the past like 12 months it's not in. enough ashley i know i know oh. no i i'm curious like this album was such a mess of creators that I'm like Mm -hmm. 
Max Martin Shellback, are they back in action with her? Did she just mm. like take the music and figure it out herself, like with her usual team? Like I I'm curious to hear how it all comes together. And you know what? I'm I'm gonna say the song I'm looking most forward to is Come Back Be Here. I think that's a sleeper hit. I think mm-hmm. it'll be a good one. <laughs> Girl at home. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> that's going to be a hit. <laughs> yeah. I, like, Did I she warn Zach Efron hand. that that's coming out? She's like, just so oh you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just so you know. I know you have a girl at home. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have, like, confirmation that's about Zach? Is that, like, 100% about Zach? Oh, I don't think anything is 100% except for, like, her heavy hitters. But I okay. I believe the theory about Zach because she was promoting – she was promoting um, the voice work she did for the Lorax with him at mm-hmm. that time. They had that flirty, like, performance on Ellen. There were a lot of vibes at the moment, and but he, he had a girlfriend. Was he dating – was it Vanessa Hudgens or was it a new girl? No, no, no. I think it was someone else. Okay. I mean, good for her because at that time – <laughs> I wouldn't say like no. a heartthrob. Like, I knew you have a girl at home, but I'm going to go home with you yeah. and be that girl. <laughs> at home yeah exactly i know yeah. i was like rob he's he's on my list so this song would not be happening if uh like, zach efron bye. pursued me so <laughs> like i have a boy at home i'd be like well it's thank okay. you i will join you <laughs> <laughs> oh taylor sweet taylor <laughs> yeah oh. <clears throat> she said okay, she's so- been there too a few times yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going from like a very personal writing to <laughs> this week. This you, are you happy with the song we're doing this week, Dorothea? Um, you know, I think I was honest in my feelings about this when we did our P.S. You're Wrong crossover. I mm-hmm. am not a fan of Dorothea. Okay. I think, I think I don't enjoy it musically and lyrically. It was like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theory is that it matches Tis the Damn Season, that it's sort of like a parallel of perspectives like the tri- love triangle in folklore. Um, and so you have Dorothea singing her song on Tis the Damn Season and then her lover is singing Dorothea to Dorothea on Dorothea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess. Tangled web she weaves. <laughs> um, listening to it, the connection isn't that as obvious as the love triangle. And on top of mm-hmm. that, And, you know, maybe this was intentional because if Taylor was writing it as a man, let's say, which I have thoughts on, but yeah, let's say she was writing it from the perspective of a man. Maybe that's why Dorothea is so like shallow compared to the lyricism on Tis the Damn Season because Taylor's like, wow, men really don't have (laughs) thoughts. Men are so boring. (laughs) And she's just like, what would a man be like if I was pouring my heart out? And he's just like, hey. You should come back, like you know. <laughs> so maybe that was her intent, because I felt like Dorothea was really lacking for me in emotional intelligence and mm-hmm. depth and intrigue. Yeah, that a lot of her songs aren't. I know because I was, I was looking at the just the lyrics, just like shortly looking at. It's a very like simple song, mm-hmm. and then when you know we get into like the Taylor of it all, I I had <laughs> a hard time. I, and like I really struggled with this because I always struggle because you guys I'm a procrastinator and I'm like whoa I have to pick it right now but I thought about this and I and I like looked all over the the lines and I was just like I is it bad that I don't have a tailor of it all like is yeah. it is that gonna is Shelby going to I'm to gonna like wow you. me <laughs> I mean I pick something because of the pressure but like if you would have put a if you would put a gun to my head and be like on the spot what is the tailor of it all I, I would have been like oh Dorothy that's the tailor of it all um interesting thing about this one yeah right is that you know taylor did say that it's about a girl who left her hometown to chase hollywood dreams and what happens when she comes back for the holidays and rediscovers an old flame so like you said both of them like you know it's probably it's probably the the boy at home thinking about the girl who came home and left her uh, but a lot of people, you know, she didn't say it was about Selena Gomez, but <laughs> a lot of people were like, it's Selena, it's Selena, it's Selena, oh, Selena Dorothea. Did you? Selena Dorothea, you, Selena Dorothea. I still don't hear it, Ashley. Is, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I 
well, they're distinctly yeah, different names. Uh, they, I mean, I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that that's what people are like. Oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. because and there, there's a few things that people like threw out, and it's yeah. kind of funny. They're like, oh, Selena's favorite Disney movie is uh, Dorothy or Wizard of Oz. <gasps> Dorothea, Dorothea. Mr. Boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dorothea. And that's why there's an uh at the end because Selena Dorothea. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. And then I guess her mom, I guess her mom made her do pageants when she was younger. And so mm. people are saying that like this is Selena and Selena's in this fictional mm. high school that has so much drama. And I was like, okay. I guess. Yeah. I I, I mean there's theories like that all over the internet. Like like bustle like websites are writing about like is Dorothea about Selena Gomez. So you're not like you're not mm-hmm. the you're not reaching. Like I totally understand that that's not your theory that that's just a general yeah. theory. Mm-hmm. Um some people are also yeah. like maybe it's about Carly Kloss and this like, you know, oh, selling magazines like I'd buy yes. anything from you. And I'm just like I'm of the opinion that I really don't buy this as any sort of autobiographical track mm-hmm. and I think part of yeah. that comes with nope. her directly addressing it in her liner note where she's like Dorothea is this and then on top of that on the like um video release like for Willow when she was doing the Q&A she said um mm-hmm. there's not a direct continuation of the Betty James August storyline but in my mind Dorothea went to the same school as that trio and you'll meet her soon and so it's clear mm-hmm. that it's like, it's mm-hmm. just a pretend story in her head to me. It's like, oh, yeah, what are these yeah. kids in high school doing now? And it's like, I don't know. I don't buy that there's any relation well, to her personal life. <laughs> I don't either. But people really, really like, they want it because that's yeah. what Taylor's been giving us forever. So they want it. So they're like, okay, like a tiny screen's the only place I see you now. Oh my gosh. Taylor Swift was just on Taylor um, Selena Gomez's cooking show on her phone. That's a tiny. She only she only sees she only sees Selena on Facetime because of Corona, so she hasn't been able to yeah. see her in person. And then yeah. you're a queen selling everything. I'll buy anything from you. Oh my gosh, Selena! She's on cover of magazines. She has <laughs> her own makeup line. And then they also pulled like Carly because Carly like is also kind of doing a similar thing. So anything <clears throat> that remotely relates to Taylor Swift's life her friends or yeah. rumored lovers, people are like pulling it in. Like yeah. there are like Twitter threads, you know, mm-hmm. saying this mm-hmm. is about so-and-so. This is about so-and-so. You know, I actually saw what's more intriguing to me is the idea that this is inspired by Abigail's perspective of watching Taylor become this superstar and being like, which again, I feel like with every single one of these theories, I can just poke holes in it to the point where mm-hmm. I'm just like, no. And I just feel like more and more it's fictional. And I think that makes sense in the context of how Taylor sets it up and even how the reviews read it, which is sort of as this masterwork of character study. Um, uh, Variety says it feels like Taylor Swift is wondering how it feels to be at the other end of the telescope. Um, So I feel like it's more likely that this is Mm -hmm. just like a fun exercise for Taylor. And like she did with Betty James and and I mean or August Inez, yeah. Inez, you know, it definitely that that was one hundred percent fiction. Like maybe she pulled from like people's like lives and stories or like headlines or whatnot. Like yeah. and she had said from the bet, this is in my mind. She goes to school with them, so it's like okay, you guys, <laughs> it's not anyone we know. And if yeah. it was about Selena, I think it'd be a little bit more in depth because this song is just like <laughs> short and there's not a lot to it. There's yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, when I look at Evermore the album, this is one that I'd be totally fine mm-hmm. cutting. Yeah. I know a lot of people love it and even critics like it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Guardian called it a particularly luminous tone. Um the exactly. NME said that it sounded like reminiscent of her debut album. Um, so people like it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> it's fine. It's not something to, like go back to. I mean, it does have that catchy the ooh wee 
like yeah that's fun it's fun but it's not something that I'm like oh my gosh yes 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 it's I think one reason this has stood out is similar to the Betty of it all. Mm -hmm. This can be very much read as queer because there's no pronouns. There's no gendered pronouns in this. Um, Orange is the damn season, I don't think. And Mm -mm. so it's easy enough to read this as Mm -hmm. sort of sapphic love story. And, And I frankly can see it too. And I think Taylor, when she was talking about a long pond session, seemed really insistent that it was a guy and like whatever she can wrestle with what she wants to but a lot of people find value reading this as queer and Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like there is tons of room to feel that way in how she sets up this teenage story I would love to like sit down with Taylor and be like why don't you just own that like because maybe she just didn't have a normal experience at high school so she just throws down these stereotypes that feel like they are intentionally about closeted folk but I don't know. I that's how I read it. Even in first listen, it's like some people read this as like best friends, but there's definitely like a lover element. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're tying it to tis the damn season. Yeah. And like what you're saying about Taylor, I don't see the harm in her being like, you know, like in my mind, this is a guy. But what's so great, like what great about this, yeah. the way it's written is that it is so gender neutral. Like I yeah. like if only she would just even point that out. She can yes. say, in my mind, it's A, B, and C. But the, such a good thing about the song is it could be A, B, and C to anybody else. They can see it yes. the way, way they want. Like, I don't know. I think that would even just the clarification or the just the nod to it. Yeah, the All acknowledgement. Like that. Yeah, I, the acknowledgement. I think she's worried about it being queer baiting, but I don't think it is. And, and you know, it's funny. Is Vulture, they had a funny what? article about how queer – Um, evermore in folklore have been and kind of tongue-in-cheek but when they're writing about Dorothea they're like is there anything more gay than writing from the perspective of you know like a dude like you're writing in drag is what they said which (laughs) is a pretty funny point that's true (laughs) so there's something to be said however Mm -hmm. you cut this whether it's her writing from a man's perspective about loving a woman Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. if you want to read it as a as a lesbian romance that uh, that the the parties are still curious about like mm-hmm. i think there's room for that <laughs> i mean if part of me it's like okay if it is a lesbian romance which 100% this should have been a, a more in-depth song like yeah. they should have given <laughs> yeah. it more cuz it's just kind of like a like just yeah. breezy i'm kind of like come on taylor <laughs> I, I think that's my problem with the whole song not that like if it's if it's not like a, a lesbian relationship, crazy, yeah. but there's not enough into the song. I just think the song's just kind of like, that's eh, yeah. It's like it's it's simple no enough. tis Let's, the damn season. Yeah. Let's be honest about that because I love yeah. tis the damn season. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, even in Betty, she she packs a punch. There's a lot of details that are just mm-hmm. like. For whatever reason, not really happening here, but let's get into it. Maybe okay. we'll discover it as so we go. So we can get over it. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm reading, so I'll go ahead you and start are. with the first verse. <clears throat> hey, Dorothea, do you ever stop and think about me? When we were younger, down in the park, honey, making a lark of the misery. You got shiny friends since you left town. A tiny screen's the only place I see you now. And I got nothing but well wishes for you. Which is like... I think she does a cute job of setting the scene. It's very country. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your yaw and you got your, you know, your twang there. Um, hey, Dorothea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think what's interesting about reading this, especially from a from a queer lens, is is sort of this first element where it's like, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like your traditional masculine song that you get mm-hmm. from country stars, especially where it's like you made a mistake leaving. Come back to where it's simple and I can take care of you and it's mm. good stuff all around. <laughs> Here it's like, oh, I've got nothing but well wishes for you. But like, do you ever think about me? Like, what is this? It's very like, mm-hmm. you know, laying in bed, wondering how the other person's doing and mm-hmm. and very gen- there's like a feminine energy to that. And um and I think it's interesting, too, this line, honey, when we were younger down in the park, honey, making a lark of the misery. Because, um, like, a lark is something done for fun. It's, like, something mischievous or daring, kind of like a, 
you know, it's an amusing adventure escapade. And I feel like that, you know, what is more, (laughs) what's more like, oh, are we going to get caught than than being like on the run from, you know, I kissed a girl and I liked it type vibes. Like I just, I feel like it's a, it's an interesting description to Mm -hmm. open with. I mean, I, I, I have a problem with the, and I got nothing but well wishes for you. Like, mm. could you have chosen a different line to, and I, I, I don't know. I can't think, I'm not a writer. I can't think of something better, but it's just kind of like, got nothing but well wishes for you. It's just kind of like, it's like, like a blah line. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, bless your heart. Like, I really wanted something more out of that line. Like, mm. a little hint of passion, a little hint of like, like how much they miss you a little more than just, oh, I hope you're doing good. Send you a text. Mm, interesting. Well wishes. Yeah. I just wanted more. Just kind of like, it's kind of like, okay. No. Thank See, you I kind of like the, I like this element of like, mm-hmm. I think it's a really unique feeling where you're not like torn up about someone. It's not like mm-hmm. Katie watching Greg leave and being like, how dare you leave me? I'm salty about it still. Okay. <laughs> I Bachelor was, reference. Okay. okay. <laughs> Side note, do you think he was gaslighting her? Do you think she was gaslighting him? Or do you think it was just a bad edit? I think gaslighting is a strong term, but I think he reacted very, very poorly and needs therapy. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He should have known what he was getting himself into. So technically I'm team Katie, but I think team Katie – I think Katie should have done a better job of the first interaction. I think she really biffed up that landing on taking in his feelings. Mm-hmm. And Instead I can of, see why he was hurt about it. But yeah. he overreacted in his reaction to her reaction. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it was kind of like, okay, yeah. I like This is our bachelor through, corner um, halfway through Dorothea yes. because it's a you, more interesting you, relationship you to brought us. it up. <laughs> <laughs> no one is gaslighting anyone in the song. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> there's not the drama that I crave. It's just, oh, yeah. It kind of yeah. like, yeah, it kind of has those vibes of sort of the one where – where the one feels more like they're both happy now, whereas this guy, mm-hmm. this person's sort of holding a candle still. But ultimately, they're like, they're kind of, it feels like, especially as you go further into it, that they're kind of like, wow, I can't believe your dreams came true. And I'm like, happy for you. Do you think they're really happy for you? Do you think this person's really happy? <laughs> like, I don't trust like, them. Think of it. S- say someone you dated, it didn't work out, and they went off to be rich and famous. Maybe you don't have feelings for them, but it's the like that could have been my lifestyle. Like, like well, don't you, be you little... feel like it's like La La Land, like the ending of La La Land, where mm-hmm. they wish they could have been together, but they're happy to see each other doing so well. Yeah, but like, is he, is he or she doing that well? <laughs> like in a You're small, like, you got town? mud on your tire trucks. Yeah, yeah I got mud on. You're probably a waitress or a waiter, just which is fine <laughs> if you're a waitress or a waiter. Waiter totally fine but such a parallel to being yeah. like a small town folk and right. the, the love of your teenage life is out like selling magazines living the dream like that you can't even imagine that's where i'm at like it's just like but i mean maybe he doesn't have feelings maybe she doesn't feelings but could there be that like like a little that jealous not the jealousy but the resentment of mm. i could have like not even like I could have been with that, but like, oh, look what she has. Look what right. she has. Like it's it's easy but, to put yourself in those shoes. I don't know. But pairing it with Tis the Damn Season, like there's not that sense there. Like there's still yeah. a lot of good, like a lot of love mm-hmm. there, which I think protects of- him from that. <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I told you, they're probably like on good terms. But pardon me, being my shoes – Mm-hmm. I would have been just a little je- – I'm jealous yeah. all the time. Like people – I have girlfriends who find new girlfriends and I'm still friends with them, but I'm jealous because I'm like, wait. Right. I, like I'm just that type of person. I'm always like <laughs> envying what my neighbor has. Like literally yeah. my neighbor right now is building a house that's three stories <laughs> and I'm mad because it's three stories. Yeah. Now, it's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be I'm three stories. It's yeah. against, it's against the, the, the deed restriction. But like I'm kind of like that's a bigger house than my house. What? That's a bigger like. Do you know like that's the type of person yeah, I yeah. am? Is I would have I think I would be envious and being like oh, I feel that only I and have I that think talent. I think a lot of the song is sort of them trying to convince themselves that they'll they're okay to let it go. But in reality, there's still a lot of like I don't read it. I I I see your point of me being in her shoes. Like maybe I would be more like. Ugh. That's not fair. <laughs> I want that. Yeah, you don't hate um, them, but you're just like, yeah. oh gosh, like 
jealous. Yeah. Like I'm stuck at home <laughs> milking cows, and you're out there <laughs> running down the sidewalk in your stilettos. Where shoes. are they? Like to to Pilo? How do you say it? To Pilo? Tupelo? Tupelo? To Tupelo? Um, but anyways, out. in the pre-chorus, yeah. they say, "Oh, this place is the same as it ever was." <laughs> Oh, but you don't like it that way. Um, and then the chorus win? reads, it's never too late to come back to my side. The stars in your eyes shine brighter in Tupelo. I should have re-listened to the song. That's where Elvis was born. Oh, wow. Tupelo. Okay. So this mm-hmm. is actually about Elvis. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're ever tired of being known for who you know, you know you'll always find me, Dorothea, Dorothea. Um, and I kind of like this because it does feel like yeah. there's something at odds there. Where mm-hmm. in the pre-chorus, I like this little aside where they're admitting that the small town is exactly as she feared it would be. And mm-hmm. and so this this singer is admitting like deep down, they know that's why she's not coming back mm-hmm. because she know the person knows that's why Dorothea left in the first place. Um, Which is comforting because it's like, okay, it's not me. Yeah. It's like, it won't well, be me. It's not yeah. me. It's a majority is this town like yeah you were you just weren't born for small town life yeah you're bigger then the than the chorus is like oh it's never too late to come back mm-hmm. but there's almost a wistful like separation where even as they sing it they don't necessarily believe that they will like it sort of feels mm-hmm. like well it's never too late but like if if this happens if you do get unhappy if you do wish that you had more with me like I wish I had more with you like I'm here mm-hmm. Dorothea it always sucks to be the person on the other side because with like <laughs> tis a damn season it's like I'm here visiting family yeah like let's go you know when <laughs> yeah. in Rome and then then they leave go back to their regular life and they're not thinking about it but it sounds like yeah. this person's just lingering on it that's kind of sad I know it's sort of like a drunk text like it's like yeah. a you up like uh hey (laughs) (laughs) how you doing yeah yeah Yeah. um but then it's interesting because they're kind of forced back to reality with this post-chorus where they sing oh you're a queen selling dreams selling makeup and magazines oh from you i'd buy anything so it does kind of still set up that power imbalance where they're like i'm shooting my shot but i already know that like i don't have any sway over you like you do over me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, so. it's an unequal relationship. One reason why it probably just <laughs> didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then going into verse two, we get a little more detail. Um, and just a little bit. Hey Dorothea, do you ever stop and think about me? When it was calmer, skipping the palm just to pr- skipping the prom just to piss off your mom and her pageant schemes. And damn Dorothea, they all want to be ya. But are you still the same soul I met under the bleachers? Well, and I think this is interesting because um, leaning into the queer reading of this song, uh, this is basically stolen from the plot line of the prom, <laughs> which is about a closeted teen who's scared to come out to her mom and her peers mm-hmm. during the prom that she wants to go to with her girlfriend. And it does feel a little bit like, I don't know. There, there's something about these details she's choosing that feel like, why did you choose these mm-hmm. details? You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels kind of like gay. It, it just, it reads <laughs> like this story of, and we've talked about the same thing with Betty where it's like, oh, like he doesn't want to talk to you. Like you're scared to talk in class because someone will find you out. Like that sort mm-hmm. of tension. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, what's gonna, you know, piss off your mom? Why would you skip prom? Like what's wrong with the pageant life and all this sort of stuff? And it feels layered in a way that as she's singing in her pretty little Taylor Swift voice, you're just like, swept into this idea of two girls struggling with like feelings for each other and mm-hmm. wondering how their town would handle it. Yep. Hiding in the bleacher just to like get a moment throughout the day. So yes. no one judges them or you know makes assumptions or tells the mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like this, um, this idea of damn Dorothea, they all want to be a, um, but are you still the same soul that I knew? Like, have you been corrupted by these people that you 
hated that we like judged for being mm-hmm. like too obsessed with image or pageants or whatever. Like, have you become then, or have you been able to preserve what I loved most about you? And I think um, that leads into this pre-chorus chorus but situation. Don't we kind of get the answer in like the post-chorus right before this, when it says you're a queen selling dreams, selling makeup and magazines. It just kind of if that's where we're going at, you know, this person's like skipping pageants and you know kind of like kind right. of a rebel in 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 the mind mm. i imagine this this woman because a lot of you, you hear a lot of starlets who do who do this a lot of actors who do this that that you know they're struggling with their sexuality but to make it big mm. in hollywood they need to play the straight cards so that mm. they can land these roles or these um you know, these, the, the songs, the right. whatever to like be a queen and sell things on magazines. So it kind of like makes me wonder, maybe that's why they're asking, like, are you still the mm. same soul? Because a person I'm seeing on this tiny screen is not who I fell in love with under the bleachers and skipped prom with. Interesting. Yeah, I Just can see that. I, I feel like the other, the other side of it is this idea that. And you'll go um, on with the show there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, are they selling out? But it's more like to me, it's not a surprise that it, to, to me, when I hear this perspective, it doesn't feel like they're surprised that that mm-hmm. she's gone on to be a queen, that she's mm-hmm. that she's made it like they always knew that she could type thing. Yeah. So it doesn't read like she's sold out. It's more like even as you got everything you wanted, have you still been able to preserve the piece of you that I liked before you got all of that? Mm-hmm. And um I think that's sort of why the song doesn't that feels more wistful than like sad or judgy or angsty because mm-hmm. it does feel like they're they're holding on hope that it's like that this person got what they deserved because they were a good person. Yeah, not like you got what you deserved, but Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying um, that like part of me isn't saying that they're a bad person because maybe right. they're hiding their sexuality. It's more that's still a struggle for them. That they're, you know, that they have to like pick and choose what they're, 100%. excuse me, I'm hiccuping what their personality, <laughs> like what they're going to show the world. So it was not being like a, oh, they sold out because it, that's mm. a personal decision for someone. When, but that's what I was just thinking of like yeah. that line. So don't no, want to read, that. read into that wrong. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, uh, and so um, then the, this next chorus, pre-chorus chorus is, oh, I guess I'll never know. And, oh, I'll. Oh, I guess I'll never know. Oh, and you'll go on with the show. But it's never too late to come back to my side. The stars in your eyes shine brighter into Palo. Why didn't I listen to this song to hear how she pronounces it? I don't remember. I was Um, thinking the same thing. (laughs) And if you're ever tired of being known for who you know, you know you'll always know me, Dorothea, Dorothea. And then it's just a whoa, 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 outro. Just really, you know, someone's maybe a little on the grass, maybe thinking about things. Um I feel like, yeah, that's the end of the song. And it, mm-hmm. and it like, I, I was trying to find why people like it. Like, obviously you can like what you want. And, and obviously it has a nice sound to it. Like there's a nice Zen energy happening, but it feels so unfinished in a way that I'm starting yes. to wonder maybe that was intentional where Taylor Swift is like, oh, like this person hasn't gotten closure, but they want to pretend they have even though they're still holding this door open, but they're pretending that it's like they're happy for them. Not even pretending mm-hmm. they're happy. Like they are happy for them, but they haven't been able to figure out what makes them happy because they keep holding on to this idea that this person had made them happy. Does that make any sense? <laughs> it does. No, it does. Because when you tie this to Tizadam season, this person's obviously coming home to visit their family, not like once every like 50 years. Right. So they're, I, I think they might be tying this, this false hope and they know it's false hope to when they come home and then they're when you're in that moment with that person I've been there you're just Mm. no matter what doubts you have when you're with them you're with them and it's you're always looking forward to that like oh when they'll be here so maybe maybe that's why there's no closure is because they always leave a door open just a slight Mm. during the holidays or whatnot yeah and it's just kind of like this it's like you can imagine them just thinking these things as they're falling asleep on some random night mm-hmm. where maybe they saw a commercial with her or whatever it it's is. It's totally and like it's a Hallmark like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> Tis the damn season yeah. and Dorothea. 
Hallmark. But comparing the two, it's just like wild to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, good sir, madam, whoever you are singing to Dorothea, like you got to bring some more meat to the table, you know, like tis the damn season. She's pouring her heart, soul and energy out into explaining every feeling she's having, Mm -hmm. every detail she notices. And here we're getting like cliches that feel kind of faded as the song itself fades. But when you think about it, maybe that's the reason these two people didn't end up. It wasn't that she was, it it just, they're so different. They're so black and white. You can tell with the the two different songs that this person just should give so much. Like you said, there's just so much explanation to every single feeling she has. Mm -hmm. She wanted more out of life. She wants something more complicated, more um, in depth. And then this person right here, when talks about their feelings for Dorothea, just like, yeah, yeehaw. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe that's why it just didn't work out. They were from two different worlds, born in the same city, just destined for different things. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's just like the indecision here. Like, I know. Tis the Damn Season definitely wrestles with indecision where she's like, oh, man, like, is this weekend enough to sustain me? Should I come back? Like, oh, the feelings and the, the, the choices she has. Whereas mm-hmm. this, it's like – Oh, I'm happy for you. Oh, you should come back. Oh, but I know you won't. Oh, but it would be nice. Oh, but I hope you're happy. Oh, but I know you are. Like, it's like, it's kind of just like they don't know Mm -hmm. what they want. They don't know what they need and they don't know what they're like asking for necessarily. Maybe if this person grew some ovaries (laughs) and was really like, hey, I want you, I'm going to go get you. Maybe that would really strike a match with this mm. other per- with Dorothea and be like okay you know what you yes. want you're coming to me let's do the this damn thing like that could definitely be it this person just doesn't know what they want out of life whereas yeah. Dorothea knows what she wants and she doesn't have any time to be with someone who's like mm, I don't know yeah it feels very much like the notebook yeah. except he never even bothered to write letters you know he's just laying in his bed thinking like oh wouldn't it be nice if she like showed up here for christmas and we could like hook up like it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> i like feel she like she has to do all of the work yeah. which is like may- i know that maybe this is like a female female relationship but when it comes to booty calls and like <laughs> going home for the seat for the season it just reminds me yeah. all too well of the guys <laughs> just being like oh you're here cool like i remember yeah. there's this, there's this guy who i thought was like adorable he was like he was in a fraternity i was in a sorority and when i would go home after nanning in philadelphia to visit him he would make like hey what you doing and then every now like once i'd get a text like once a year being like hey what's up just thinking of you (laughs) just like yeah it's like were you (laughs) yeah and then he's like are you in town during christmas or thanksgiving and it's just kind of like oh okay like you thought of me yeah like Uh Cool. Like it just, and that's the only reason where I'm like, if it, I, if it was like a queer relationship, I wish you would have given this song just so much more. Even if it was someone who's yeah. so indecisive, given it more. There's so much more she could have written into the song to yeah. make it more de- like undecisive. Well, I that's just, like how you you know we ended up feeling about Betty. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this can't be a. This have, is definitely yeah. a f boy. Exactly. You know, like he doesn't care. <laughs> Come on. I mean, he's I know doing the bare minimum and expecting an award for it. But maybe because we're female, we we are expecting a lot more. Yeah. Because there are some probably girls yeah. who like, I mean, I've been in a relationship, not a relationship. I don't want to say relationship. <laughs> I've been in like a developing relationship where I wasn't one who could care less about yeah, where yeah. it was going. So like maybe we're just looking at it at like a giving it too much because yeah, women, yeah, women can be sure. asses in relationships oh, 100%. too. Oh, hundred percent. So, okay. I'm yeah, just, we, like, it can go either way, but yeah. it does feel like what's happening here isn't necessarily are a romantic. The yeah. And they're stupid. <laughs> the bar is on the floor. Okay. He's like, <laughs> I mean, even the line like, oh, are you still the same person? I guess we'll never know. It's like, pick up the phone and ask her. Like, what are you, yeah. what yes. are you talking about? Like, yes. You know, and mm-hmm. and the way Taylor presents this song is interesting to me because, like we said, she mentioned it in her liner notes, but she wrote, Dorothea is a girl who left her small town to chase down Hollywood dreams and what happens when she comes back for the holidays and just rediscovers an old flame. It's like, that's not even the perspective of this song. That's the perspective of Tis the Damn Season where mm-hmm. Dorothea is the central character and is given uh, voice to share her side of the story. Mm-hmm. Dorothea is yep. like this. It's like, how would Taylor describe it? Like, oh, 
someone kind of misses her. <laughs> it's yep. like, what's happening here? Yep. Yep. But I do like the idea that it does allow Taylor to get into the mindset of, you know, like her, her high school friends looking at what she's become like sort of that, mm-hmm. you know, we get so many songs like, um, the lucky one, um, where it's about like the, the struggles of fame and like, did I make the right choice in choosing this life? And even something like tis the damn season where it's like, Oh, like, yes, I have friends, but they'll all write books about me if I make it. And it's like, we get that struggle a lot from her. So it's interesting to see her take a more relaxed approach and be like, I wonder how people who knew me would like think about me or like what it'd be like to know someone who became famous you know (laughs) (laughs) she's like called up what's his name um what's the guy's oh drew called up drew Drew. she's like drew tell me about how you feel (laughs) how did you feel about me you could care less oh okay i'll make a song about that how you could just like take it or leave it yeah (laughs) (laughs) which kind of like this song though because when 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 i'm thinking of someone who's dated taylor pre-fame or anyone that's really and I said at the beginning who's really famous a part of me would be like oh shucks dang it that yeah that's person who got away that's person who got away so it's so interesting to see how like this person who is singing about this super famous person I used to date doesn't it's like well whatever (laughs) like it's just like it's not like the person's a god like how we see all these stars and celebrities this person's like your eyes Uh, shine brighter than the stars here but Mm, I don't know. To be fair, every time I hear Tis the Damn Season and Dorothea, I don't feel like it's a star at Taylor's level. I feel like it's more like Olivia someone Rodrigo. on the cusp, maybe, who's like okay. just starting to to get like followers. And that's why there's concern about like, uh-huh. oh, are my friends fake? Are they going to turn on me? Or am I establishing like a real support system out there as things start to build? Oh, so like maybe like 90,000 followers on Instagram and like a few modeling gigs here and there, or like a recurring like character. Yeah. And maybe a few like sponsored ads on, on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's selling her, her and Fitbit and maybe, like her. Yeah. Maybe she's singing. Maybe Taylor's watched a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe it's like the Bachelorette coming home. Yes. Without anybody. And then this person Love just that. Kind of, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's that's sad. it. Yep. This the is Bachelor up. fanfic. Yes, there that makes go. sense. Her, that's a hundred percent level of first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get into these final questions. Okay. Um, what did you choose for Taylor of it all? Ooh. What's the most Taylor Swift lyric here? Okay, this is this was hard because I was like, oh, it was just. <laughs> Like, didn't give me a lot. And no if you've ever tired of being known for who you know, you know you'll always know me. That's a good I one. pick that. It just, you know. It's a tongue twister. She it's likes to pack twister. those, like, simple images that yeah. carry a punch. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey. I, I honestly like that a lot. I think that is a Taylor Swift thank line. You. Oh, thank you. What'd you, is, what'd you choose? She's a queen. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I chose the bleachers line. I feel mm-hmm. like – um I think that's Taylor likes operating in this high school imagery. And I think I could write an entire, you know, thesis on why and, and what it speaks to, you know, your arrested development and whatnot and how, how symbolic high school has become in her mind. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that's a provocative, that's the first image in this song where I'm like, Oh, that's nice. That like, that pulls me into a specific moment and like allows me to picture these characters and I, mm-hmm. I just love a good high school image from Taylor. So, me too. I keep keep on thinking about how her high school experience is probably so different <laughs> than She's mine. Just like making stuff. Up. Just I'm just kind of like okay, yeah, like yep, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. I didn't go to prom, so I yeah. That. <laughs> I know me neither. I'm like bleachers. Who's hanging out there? No one good. <laughs> um, okay. Did Did you find any Easter eggs? Um. I mean, I guess the only Easter eggs would be like the tie to you know betty james and and Mm. inez but no i mean i know that people are throwing out the whole like carly or selena thing but nothing much single minute nah nothing much what about you i just think um yeah i think i think the only easter egg really is from tis the damn season Mm -hmm. that makes it obvious this is about that but in this song in particular i don't I don't see her layering it as well as she did in the love the trilogy in the first yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, well, uh, what's the final score for this song? Like a C plus B minus. It's just oh, so wow. like I mean, I give it a, a B minus because it's a little upbeat C plus mm-hmm. because there's just so much lacking. It's just kind of like yeah, not a lot there. Yeah, I gave it a solid C. I'm like, yeah. uh, go home, try again, Taylor. This is the first draft. <laughs> yes, give us more. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, what's happening here? Nothing. Where's the action? The who, what, when, where, why? Yep. Um, is it making the set list? Going forward, <laughs> no. No. Yeah, Ever, no. Never. I don't think so. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think so either. I, I'd be surprised if Taylor even remembers she wrote this song, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Till no- Tis a damn season, yes. But this song, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like reminiscent of like the two people though. Yeah. Because like Tis a Dance Season about this person who's going to be a star and then this one someone you forget about. I'm like what's Dorothea? What's that yeah. about? <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, well, 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 well. I don't think we have any conspiracy or any like what's No, the just one? just no. the nine, the four plus five, nine days to August 13th. August 13th, red something's yeah. happening so yeah, that's our conspiracy that. <laughs> so we will probably be recording next thursday or friday so i guess yes. we'll know we'll know Who then knows? i know <laughs> but you guys don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms you can find us at twitter swiftish pod 13 where shelly is just a hoop and a holler and everything <laughs> like that keeping us our minds alive and you can go to instagram where i promise i'll be better i've just been so this You're busy, season. you know. It's the summer season, you guys. I'm just dying to. I'll do better. I'll do better. <laughs> but that's Swiftish Podcast. You can DM us. You can email us at swiftishpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Or you can also support us. We are very, very thankful for all of our Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Swiftish Podcast. Yes. For the first time. <laughs> um, but we – we're, we're 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 learning things it's a learning curve for us but we love everybody and yeah yeah it's been a blast and a half i'm mm-hmm. excited to see what we do next um but until next time i'm shelby and i'm ashley and taylor um do you ever think about us or <laughs> mm, <laughs> we on your radar <laughs>